Welcome to Not Just a Sports Report. It is time for NRL Trials Watch Thoughts and Comments. This is not just a sports report. Myself and JJ are here. Today we are going to sit down and watch the two NRL trial games. We'll give our thoughts and comments throughout the uh, two games as well. First up, we have the Sharks and the Panthers just about to kick off right now. And after that, we've got the Eels and the Dragons. If you enjoy today's show, then please follow us on Instagram at not just a sports report and follow us on whatever podcast platform you're listening on and you'll be able to see whenever new podcasts are dropped so again instagram at not just a sports report and on all podcast podcast platforms can't even fucking talk because i'm that excited about the nrl trials today so we're just about to kick off myself and jj here cronulla sharks penrith panthers what we are going to do is we are going to check back at the first try, after the first try, and give our thoughts on everything we've seen up to that point. So they're about to kick off now. Cronulla Sharks up against the reigning premiers, the Penrith Panthers, but nobody in their team today uh, was in their 2021 grand final winning side. So big lot of action coming up now. Panthers and Sharks. Panthers juniors, then he went over to the Roosters, before spending some time at the Warriors. He even actually spent some time at the Broncos, but he's back at the Panthers now. A masterful first half from Sean O'Sullivan. He looked really good. Maverick Gaia getting over for a try as well. That was an awesome moment. I definitely think we're going to see a lot of Maverick Gaia throughout the NRL season. He could be a real point of difference for them this season because teams have done their homework on the Panthers. So they... They'll be expecting kind of the Panthers that they know, but then these extra additional guys coming through the ranks like Maverick Gaia, uh, they haven't done their homework on guys like Gaia, so he looks like a real prospect. I'm keen to see him make the step up to the NRL this year. The Melbourne Storm will be devastated that they didn't get him, especially considering how many Fords they've lost to the Dolphins and the likes since then. But the Panthers lead 12-0, tries to Kurt Falls and... Mark, not Mark, sorry, that's his dad, Maverick Gaia. Maverick, pretty badass rugby league name. Uh, it doesn't get much better than having the name Maverick Gaia. So some real historic rugby league names in the mix here. We've also got Cade Dykes, who I believe is the son of Adam Dykes. And there's been a few others throughout the weekend. So some famous names and some great young talents on display. Panthers lead 12-0. We'll check back up uh, early in the first half with a little bit of an update. Wowee, Maverick Gaia is tearing this trial game apart. He has been the power player, busting the line, getting the offload through to the very talented young half, Nephi Puru, who I've heard a lot about this kid coming through. He looks like he has a future in the NRL. He is a 5'8 halfback, so... 
maybe he's going to be coming through the ranks looking to step up and, and maybe step in at points for Nathan Cleary or Jerome Luai. So really great try for Nephi and a really, really big game so far for Maverick Gaia. Busting the line, a try assist as well as a try. He has been the one to watch so far. Uh, and it's scary because Penrith have been so damn good the last couple of seasons. They won the Premiership last year. And then you look at this second string side of some of the guys they've got going coming through, particularly uh, Maverick Gaia. It's really scary. I think they are going to continue to be one of the top sides in the NRL this season. I'm yet to do my preview and predictions podcast for the Panthers, but for the Sharks, I actually took them in ninth, which which uh, JJ <laughs> JJ really wasn't sure about. But I took them in ninth. I placed my own team in biased fashion into the eight, and I took the Sharks out. Uh, but the Panthers are looking good here. It's only a trial, so obviously we don't read into the scores too much. But that was really nice work from Maverick Gaia. Whoever put that pass on to him as well, I didn't quite see who passed it to Maverick there, but that was a great pass. Put him into a nice bit of space. And then Nephi Puru, I believe it's either Nephi or Nephi. Uh, but either way, whatever it's pronounced, he scored a try and a crunching, crunching Sharks defense off the kickoff. We can see Brian Toll looking very fresh. And yeah, we've got 33 minutes to go in this trial, 18-0. After this one, of course, we will be jumping into the Parramatta Eels and the St. George Illawarra Dragons as well. So a lot of good trial action to watch today. And Panthers lead 18-0. We will be back after the next try. And yeah, we'll let you know. My prediction at this point is that the next try is going to be a Panthers try as well. So myself and JJ will be back. In a moment, uh, after the next try, I'll let you know kind of what the go is with that. So another try for Penrith. Dixon crashes over on the left-hand side after uh, the ball made its way out to the left. Through Tayo, Maverick was also involved, uh, who's having a lot of impact on this game. To the relatively unknown prospect, prospect Dixon. Mick, do you have any more insight to add? Oh, no, I'm just doing it. Right. What, do you want to add anything? Uh, that's all good. I forgot I was just doing Logan it. Dixon. That's Logan Dixon. We don't know much. Maybe we'll listen to what the commentary says. The shots on Maverick. They're loving Maverick. He's got the body. He's he's tall, impressive-looking fella. And obviously he's got the name. Gaia as well as a pretty cool name, Maverick. Pressure's on. <laughs> Next minute is like all in the headlines. Like, All right, Dixon with the try and Panthers 22 nothing up with a conversion from the sideline about so to happen. And yes, as you say, attention brought to the Sharks hype I was generating in my head, not on the podcast, off stream. Um, conversion was converted. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to pull the can't read into it much. It is only a trial of second string mm. players. Penrith are like the, the premiers on. Are they the premiers still on my one year behind? No. They're the premiers? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, was the, it was the year, but was it the year before that was the storm and the, that, that was that grand final? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, 
I'm in 2020 something. But yeah, um, no, I think this is more a thing on the Panthers, like showing that Panthers have a lot of depth. Maybe Sharks are just a step, a tier below as we have, you've been talking about, like easy to pick top three, four. Top three we're talking about? Or top, top three. Top three. And then four to eight question marks. Four to, four to 11 maybe question marks. So anyway, lots of rambling. I'll just chop this up. So cool. All right, so the Sharks have finally hit back through Thomas Hazelton, scoring in the 59th minute. But unfortunately for the Sharks, the Panthers have jumped straight back with Robert Jennings, 63rd minute try. Robert Jennings, of course, the younger brother of George at the Storm and Michael Jennings, former Parramatta Eels, Sydney Rooster and Panther. Now, Robert Jennings actually came through the 20s at the Panthers. He was a very special talent. They rated him highly. Uh, eventually, he ended up moving to the Rabbitohs, I believe, before the Tigers. Uh, so he didn't actually play as much of his first grade at the Panthers. Went quite well at the Rabbitohs, then ended up at the West Tigers. Things didn't really work out, which at the West Tigers, that can definitely happen. He was back at the Panthers last year, only played one or two games of first grade. But Robert Jennings getting over the line. So two more tries. We've had Thomas Hazelton. For the Sharks and we have had Robert Jennings for the Panthers. So the Panthers lead 30 to 6. We have 10 minutes left to go in this trial before our next one, the Eels and the Dragons. So the Panthers leading 30 to 6 and their second string side looks really strong. There are a lot of guys who are putting their hand up and saying they are ready to step up if called upon this season. And we did see during Origin last season and with a few injuries, the Panthers did have kind of that losing period where they lost a couple of games just with their main team out. I think this year it's kind of a statement from some of these second string guys to say this year during the Origin period and whenever we are called upon, if there are COVID disruptions, it looks like these guys are ready to, ready, sorry, to stand up and answer the call at NRL level. So I've been really happy with what I've seen from the Panthers. It is the Sharks' second string side, so this doesn't really reflect on their NRL prospects because it's mainly just reserve players and younger players. But for the Panthers, this is their second string side and a lot of young guys and some experienced guys that will be stepping up to NRL level this year for sure. So... It's been a really important game for them to kind of find their feet, a little bit of fitness, and the Panthers look very good. I've enjoyed their play. Jamin Salmon with a little grubber at the line, but Zach Sini, who, uh, yeah, he gets taken. Zach Sini, he was actually at the Tigers last year, had the ginger mullet, got the debut in front of his mates, a bit of a cult hero. I was surprised that the Tigers let him go. They just released him, but... He ended up at the Sharks on a train and trial deal. The mullet lives on and Zach Sini adds to Craig Fitzgibbon's depth in the back line. He'll probably be playing New South Wales Cup most of the season, but he's a handy guy. He's got NRL experience and he'll be hungry. And again, how many guys have had downfalls at the Tigers? Although he didn't even have a downfall. It was like his first year. They gave him some games and then they released him. So yeah, unlucky result. Luckily for Zach, he finds himself at the Sharks. And funnily enough, Zach Sini is actually a Panthers junior himself. So, 
you never know. We might see him back in Panthers colours one day. They have been bringing back some of their local juniors like Sean O'Sullivan. Uh, they brought back Chris Smith, who was released from the Bulldogs last year. They also brought Christian Crichton back, who was released from the Bulldogs. He is the older brother of Stephen Crichton. So the Panthers like bringing back the guys who've already been in their system. They know their role. They know how to kind of play the way that the Panthers play as Maverick Gaia nearly goes over the line, but spills his lollies. Great game from Maverick, though. Good first hit out. He'll probably start the season in New South Wales Cup, finding his feet, but gee, he is a handy addition. And even if it takes him another year to kind of really get into his groove, well, Viliami Kikau is still at the Panthers for another season before he leaves to the Bulldogs. So Maverick will have some time to develop, but as Kikau leaves and the kind of the question becomes, wow, who's going to step into that huge void? Well, already the Panthers have guys knocking on the door, so... That is a great sign for the Penrith Panthers. There is seven uh, seven games, seven minutes left in this game. So we'll be back presumably at full time if there isn't another try. But if there's another try, we'll let you know about it. Uh, And yeah, until then, we'll be back once there's either another try or this game has wrapped up. Anyway, Peru getting the second try for his day, and that is the full-time siren So. Nifuai Puru, really good young half coming through, was in their Jersey flag side, ended up stepping up, playing a little bit of New South Wales Cup. He's bound to be playing a little bit more New South Wales Cup this year as well, but there are also Sean O'Sullivan, Kurt Falls, a couple of other guys competing for the halves positions uh, under Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary at reserve grade level. But Puru looks the real deal. 34 to 6 as well. Great display from the Panthers. They look really sharp heading into this season. None of these players played in the grand final side and they all played outstanding. The Sharks, not too many highlights from them to be honest. Uh, some really good defensive displays from some of their forwards. Jaden Beryl got his first outing in Sharks colours as well as a couple of others. But today was all about the Panthers. Probably the name we said the most was Maverick Gaia. He had a great game, but a lot of these guys played really well. Kurt Falls in the halves. He obviously scored the first try. Uh, and then we had Maverick Gaia crashing over in the 34th minute. That was Sean O'Sullivan who laid that try on, returning to the Panthers from my team, the Warriors. And he had an outstanding game, Sean O'Sullivan at halfback. Nifuai Puru, he crossed over for a try. Crossed over for his second as well at the very end of the game. Uh, what else did we have? We had Isaac Tago onto Dixon, Logan Dixon, I believe his name was. His name on the NRL.com website was Logan Cohen, but it was different on Fox Sports. So whatever, I've never seen him before, to be honest. Uh, then we had Thomas Hazelton scoring for the Cronulla Sharks before Robert Jennings crossed over on the right-hand side. Robert Jennings, I'm sure, will be in contention for a spot in the side if we see an injury to the likes of Brian To'o. Plus, they do have that right wing spot up for grabs with Paul Momorowski moving on and presumably we see Stephen Crichton move back into the centres. So there is the right wing spot up for grabs. Can Robert Jennings keep putting his foot or best foot forward in these trials and get himself into the round one team? 
I'm really interested to see who is in the round one team. I think we will see Isaac Tager at left center. I think we'll see most likely Stephen Crichton at right center. Who do we see on the right wing? Charlie Staines, Robert Jennings. There are a few names in the mix, but honestly, today's power player, the name on everyone's lips coming away from this, who made the best uh, impression, I guess, was Maverick Gaia. They're talking to him now as well. He had one try, one try assist, 104 run meters. So, geez, he has that same kind of oomph and X factor as his dad. The Gaia's just seem to be incredibly talented forwards. And Maverick Gaia, he is one to watch for seasons to come. But I think he's one to watch this season as well. I think we'll see him in the NRL setup at times this year. I don't think he'll make the round one squad. Maybe he does. But man, this is definitely another one coming through the Penrith ranks to watch out for. They just continue to produce quality talent. And in the end, the Panthers get the job done 34-6. to Power player, Maverick Gaia. And young gun, Maverick Gaia. He's really been doing it all today, but other guys had a fantastic game as well. Nephi Puru with the double. And Sean O'Sullivan coming back from the Warriors and having an outstanding game in the halves, which he is the one who has the NRL experience as the halves kind of backups go. Jamin Salmon is another NRL experience option in the halves, but he played in the second row today. So Sean O'Sullivan having a brilliant game. He may very well be the one who gets called up if Luai or Cleary go down. And if Cleary doesn't make the round one team, maybe we see Sean O'Sullivan in the Panthers side to face Manly. So could be really interesting. Sean O'Sullivan definitely gave, sorry, not grave, a great account of himself. So very impressed with Sean O'Sullivan, Maverick Gaia. And to be honest, the whole Penrith Panthers set up. They looked outstanding. It looks like Maverick just said fuck on TV. Mate, if you came on my podcast, you could drop the C word. I don't fucking care. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for that game, heading into the Eels and Dragons. But did you- All right, so we've got the teams now. For the Eels, Hayes Perham, the former Warrior, lining up at fullback. Whoops, they just cut from the back line. In the Fords, the Eels have Oregon Kafusi heading to the Sharks, and now they've cut from that. Uh, I'll just get it up. I'll get it up on my fucking phone. I think we can leave this in. This is just two on two. This is just Fox Sports. Yeah, there are two guys playing this game. Uh, so yeah, the COVID protocols. Everyone <laughs> is out of this game. Nah, it's so a game, yeah, you know? it's gonna be a fast-paced game for sure. <laughs> nah, so I'll check the team lists quickly. We've got Hayes Perham at fullback. We have Hayes Dunster. On the wing, along with Bailey Simonson, who has come over from the Canberra Raiders. Looks like he's going to be a quality signing. They're going to be without Micah Sivo for the start of the season. So really important game. This is a pretty full string or first string kind of backline operation. They do have guys like Tom Opacic. All right. The game is about to start. I'll just quickly go through the teams. For the Parramatta Eels, they have the former New Zealand Warrior Hayes Perham at fullback. On the wings, they have Hayes Dunster and Bailey Simonson, who's come over to the Eels from the Raiders. Mike Acevo looks like he's going to miss the first half of the season or at least the first chunk. So Bailey Simonson, really big game for him here. Will Penasini looks like one of the next big centers in our game. 
future origin player is kind of the raps that have been on him. Will Penasini, big game for him here in the centres. He will be partnered by Tom Opacic, who is, or Opacic, his name got me the last time. Opacic, there we go, we'll roll with that. Uh, he's at the Eels at the moment. I think he may end up at the Dolphins next season. He is a Redcliffe boy. Well, he's from Caboolture, but that's around the same area. So I think we might see Tom move to the Dolphins next year. But at the moment, he is challenging Will Penasini and Wanga Blake for the starting centre spot. He'll get a chance to show what he can do today. In the halves for the Parramatta Eels, we have Jordan Rankin. Funnily enough, uh, if you didn't know, he made his NRL debut at 16 years old for the Gold Coast Titans, maybe like 2008 now, long time ago. But yeah, thinking about making your NRL debut at 16, honestly, it sounded like the media, if they could have had Joseph Suwali debut at 16, they definitely would have. Now, Jake Arthur is at halfback for the Eels, the coach's son. Brad Arthur's son, Jake Arthur, in the halfback jersey. If Mitchell Moses goes down, it could be a big season for Jake Arthur. So it's going to be an interesting game for Jake. In the Fords, Oregon Kafusi, who is off to the Cronulla Sharks next season. Reed Mahoney, who is off to the Bulldogs. Mahoney's off to the Bulldogs. So, yep, that was a real shocker because they looked like they were building something at the Eels. And he was a major part of that, but they didn't want to offer offer him the money that the Bulldogs could. Major loss, really big loss. For a long time, the thing I felt with the Eels that they were lacking was a great creative number nine. They finally got that, and now they are letting him walk out the door to a rival club. Big loss. We are going to see him in action today. Uh, In the front row as well, we have Makahesi Makatoa. Waited quite a while to make his NRL debut, spent time in the Raiders system, but he's a quality, experienced veteran. I really like the way Makatoa plays. Murata Niokore, the former Warriors under-20s player, been playing really well for the Eels as of late in the last few seasons. But guess what? He's coming back to my team, the Warriors, next year. Really good signing, great player. So he's still a very handy addition for the Eels at the moment. Now, Sean Lane, he is the captain today playing in the back row, looking for a big game. Looks like they're going to let Ryan Madison walk out the door at season's end, and we already know that Isaiah Papali'i is leaving. So Sean Lane wants to step up, prove that he can be the starting back rower for this side, as he has been in the past. At lock forward, Ray Stone, who is off to the Dolphins. Then on the bench, we've got quite a lot of guys. I'll kind of just cover as they kind of come onto the field. I'll check any notable ones as well of guys who've come over. Uh, Luca Moretti, he was a Roosters junior. Looks like he's at the Eels now. Offahiki Ogden, he was released by the Bulldogs last season. He's in the squad for the Eels. Brendan Hands, who was a Penrith junior. Um, Yeah, everyone else, I guess. We'll see them as they come off the bench. Mitch Rain as well, coming from the Gold Coast Titans. So that is the Eels squad. As for the Dragons, Cody Ramsey at fullback. I don't really like this. I would prefer him on the wing and Tyrell Sloan at fullback, but they've gone Ramsey at fullback on the wings, Tyrell Sloan and Tautau Moga coming to the club this season. Max Fearguy, one of the Fearguy twins, really talented youngster in the centres with Moses Suli, who has moved over from the Seagulls, a really big addition. He should be partnering Zach Lomax in the centres this season. 
So we're going to get our first taste of what Moses looks like in Dragon's Colors. In the halves, we have a young 5'8 that I really rate as one of the emerging talents of the competition in Talatau Amone. And he will be partnered by Moses Mbai in the halves. Moses coming over from the Tigers. We weren't sure what position he was going to play. It looks like number 14. Uh, but the first position he's been handed in a starting jersey for the Dragons is halfback. So maybe if uh, JJ's man Ben Hunt goes down, then we may see Moses step in. Now the forward pack for the Dragons, Andrew McCulloch, the captain. In the front row, Payosa Famasili and Francis Molo coming over from the Cowboys. Also made his Queensland origin debut last season. So great signing from the Dragons. Going to be interesting to see how Francis plays for the Dragons. Jack Gozeski, who is coming over from the Seagulls. Tyrell Fuimeono, fresh off his appearance for the Indigenous All-Stars. Josh Kerr as well. He played for the Indigenous All-Stars. It's going to be really interesting. A lot of question marks as to how some of these guys are going to go. I think a lot of them should go quite well. George Burgess on the interchange bench. I won't go through all the forwards or all the interchanges, sorry. I'll just go through guys who have kind of come over to the Dragons this season. Uh, who else have we got? Michael Molo, the brother of Francis. And Michael Molo played for the North Devils in the Queensland Cup last season. Ended up winning the Premiership. As did Jonathan Rubin, a winger who I've wanted to see get another crack in an NRL system. And he's finally got it at the Dragons. He was in the Raiders under-20 system back in the day. He has played all over the Queensland Cup for different teams. And it gets... And he gets his go here. So the game's about to kick off. There are a few other players on the squads as well. We've got Dean Bloor from the Panthers. Spent his juniors at the Panthers anyway a few years ago. And uh, yeah... The game's about to kick off. We've got some other youngsters who we haven't seen before, so let's see who stands out. In the last game, we had Maverick Gaia. Let's see who puts their foot forward in this Eels and Dragons game. All right, I'm going to cover the first just couple of minutes of this game and see who can kind of take the ascendancy. We'll see if we get to the first try. The first try took a little bit longer in the last game, but I'm just going to kind of call as we go here. I'm just going to have a little bit of water before I start. Because then I can... I don't tickle in my throat. I'm like, I'm just... I won't be able to get through a few minutes. Ah, yeah. oh, oh. oh. Tickle in my throat. I had a tickle in my throat. And the eels. In that time, my throat tickled. Hayes Perham, my boy, used to play for my team, the Warriors. Respect for Hayes. Great to see him getting a go. Fullback probably is his best position. And, yeah, I'm really happy to see Hayes Perham go well at the Eels. I love my Warriors boys, even at other clubs. And Isaiah Papali'i, another Warriors steal. So the Eels seem to have players at the Warriors that they can take to their club and get the best out of. It's a bit of a worry for me. But Hayes Perham, that was really nice. He was actually the one who kind of put that on to Sean Lane, the captain, fed it back inside to Tom Opechik. And then they came back through. The captain, Sean Lane, really stepping up in the early stages. He gets it back to Hayes Perham. And the Eels, very quick. They played in a trial last year as well. And the Eels were way too good for the Dragons. Uh, don't read into trial results too much, but that was really good. Particularly from Sean Lane, the captain. A great early captain's knock. 
and Hayes Perham with a try and a line break assist and 22 run metres in not even five minutes. So Hayes, great start for him. If Clinton Gutherson goes down, which Clint has had a couple of injuries in the past, a few years ago now, he looks like he's right. He hasn't had a big injury for a while, but if he does go down, then maybe we see Hayes Perham step up and take that Parramatta Eels number one jersey. So really interesting developments, and the Eels lead 6-0. Let me just see another try from the Eels. Kafusi, Oregon, just crashed over. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. It's just Kafusi of the Oregon variety, my bad. (laughs) Can edit. Um, how old is Oregon Confuci- uh, Confuci- <laughs> he's, he's pretty young, isn't he? Yeah, in his early 20s. Okay. So, exciting prospect off to the Sharks, you were saying? Next year? Yeah. Sharks building something. Definitely very excited about the Sharks. But this is the Eels. So, um, yeah. I'll be interested to see your Eels pre- um, preview. That would be very interesting. All right, so Hayes Dunster is down. It's something to do with his knee. It doesn't didn't look too serious, but he's down. He looks distraught. This will be really, really devastating if Hayes Dunster goes down here. He is their first choice winger with Sevo at Bailey Simonson and Hayes Dunster are the two first choice wingers. Of course, Sean Russell can step in. Uh, Solomon Naiduki, but. Hayes Dunster went really well when given the chance. They've taken their time to develop him. This was really going to be a big season for him. He actually got Blake Ferguson out of their side last year. They dropped Ferguson to bring Dunster in. So they really rated him as a future part of their setup and really pushing for a premiership this season. And, yeah, that doesn't look good. It looks like he's going to definitely going to at least miss the start of the season. Devastating for Hayes Dunster and also really devastating for Brad Arthur and the Eels. They already have Mike Acevo missing. Then they were trying Hayes Dunster out on that left wing. And now Dunster's down. So we're going to get a real big kind of first half and second half here now because there are going to be some young Eels players who really now have the chance to push for what is a vacant wing jersey. Sean Russell He played there a couple of games last year, maybe only one. Uh, But Sean Russell is definitely one who could be pushing for that spot on the left wing. But now, all of a sudden, a spot is opened up. Sean Russell, maybe Hayes Dunster, but he's more of a fullback. So, yeah, Sean Russell, Solomon Naiduki, probably their two main options. I think they'll stick Sean out there, but we'll, we'll keep the track of progress there because... Now, all of a sudden, there is the narrative that these young guys have a chance to put their name forward for selection in round one. Uh, it doesn't look like Dunst is going to be available, and Mike Acevo isn't going to be available. So who's going to take that left-wing spot for the Eels? Oh, and we've had another. It looks like Bailey Simonson just wore a bit of a shot around the face from Tao Tao Moga. Uh, But yeah, just going back to what I said, it's going to be really interesting to see who does start on the left wing for the Eels this season. All right, an unfortunate note for Tao Tao Moga, getting his career started at the Dragons, that head high, uh, he's been sent for 10. Now, because it's a trial, the Dragons won't be down a player, 
Uh, but Tautau will have to spend 10 minutes on the sideline. That is really unfortunate. It looks like the Dragons have two yellow cards at the moment. I may have missed who the other one was, but two yellow cards for the Dragons. So, yeah, Tautau Moa with the penalty. Now the Eels are approaching the line. That is not the way Moga would have wanted to start his career at his new club. He, of course, started at the Roosters, had a lot of raps on him, was likened to Israel Folau, was Tato Moga, but he had three or four ACL knee reconstruction injuries, and yeah, it was devastating. So it's so great to see him still playing at this level. Hopefully he can crack the Dragons' side, but Sean Russell, it looks like, has just cracked the try line, and he has cracked the Dragons' defence and that answers exactly kind of the question that I was just raising. Who is going to step up if Hayes Dunster is out, which it looks very likely as though he is? I said I thought Sean Russell would probably be the next man up. Well, it looks like Sean Russell has just scored a try. It's the number 16, but he looks like Sean Russell. It is Sean Russell. And yeah, he's stepped up. He can play fullback as well. Played one or two games last year for the Eels. And Mike Acevo's out. It looks like Dunst is out now. Unbelievable. The question's been answered. Sean Russell, I think, has just put his name forward as a bit of a bolter for round one. He's even kicking goals here. So I think all of a sudden it's part of the round one beauty, you know. Sometimes you see, you think something's going one way. Maybe you think Mike Acevo is going to be starting on the left wing for the Eels. All of a sudden you find out he's injured. Hayes Dunst is injured. Sean Russell Huge opportunity for the youngster. He's also converting his try from the sideline and just holds it off to the left. But outstanding job for him. All of a sudden, he has his nose in front. Sean Russell in pole position for a start in the Eels round one side. All right, we've got Max Fearguy, one of the two Fearguy twins. How good is it having another great pair of twins in the back line for the Dragons? Uh, let's not forget the Morris brothers, both retiring absolute legends of the game, calling it a day after last season. But what a try. The Dragons strike back. That was a great try assist from Talatau Amone. I believe he is right in the running to start in the number six alongside Ben Hunt. Both Amone and Sullivan, uh, NRL number six is for mine, so... That is really intriguing because they've got two of them. I wouldn't mind taking one of them over to the Warriors, but we are getting Luke Metcalf next season and we did get Sean Johnson back. But Jaden Sullivan, Tullatau, Amone, both of them I rate extremely highly. Sullivan not playing today, but Amone with the try assist shows that creativity. And last year, kind of a criticism of the Dragons was how Matt Dufty was kind of the inspiration for a lot of their points. Well, he's off to the Bulldogs, so they're going to need someone to create points. And Talatau Amone is showing he can do that. Gets it off to Max Fearguy, one of the outstanding prospects, one of the many outstanding prospects at the Dragons. But as they kick off, the Eels force them all the way back onto their try line. So the Eels are still up 16-6 at this stage. I think Ben Hunt, having him around is definitely going to help guys like Talatau Amone as well. Hunt is someone who can create points. He can kick 40-20s. His kicking game in general is a massive advantage. So I really like the look of the Dragons, but I'm not sure whether they can piece that all together to become a top eight side this season. They have got the penalty here, 
Although we're getting a bit of referee fuckery, so what we're going to do is we're going to come back after the next bit of play that's noteworthy because I'm not jumping into this referee shenanigans. Okay, actually, it was kind of important, semi-important referee fuckery. Uh, I wasn't going to cover it because usually they're just like, um, I don't need to cover that. But Ryan Madison has been sent off for a high tackle. That was the penalty, so Ryan Madison. We've seen a few send-offs too. Hopefully we don't see too many during the season. Uh, Parramatta lead 16-6, 10 minutes to go in the first half. We will touch base once something else happens. All right, so the Dragons have the ball on the first tackle right on their own 20-meter line. So we'll do a little bit of a play-by-play situation. Not sure who number 22 is in in, uh, dummy half for the Dragons. I will have to look into that. Now they have got position pretty close to the try line. Do they have the creativity to strike back? As I was saying, that has kind of been an issue for them as Moses Suley makes a charging run in his first outing for the Dragons. Big signing. He was one of their marquee signings. Although the Dragons have signed a lot of players. Oh, off the kick, there's an intercept. Oh, very nice. The Eels look slick. They do look really good today. They've got the ball back, so we'll check back in in a moment once one of the teams... Oh, we've had a knock-on. We have had a knock-on from Jordan Rankin. Puts the Eels right back under pressure. Uh, What we'll do, take a quick break, and then once the Dragons, if they can get themselves back toward their try line, I'll start covering that again. We'll see if the Dragons can come up with some points. Obviously, the result isn't super important, but one thing that is important is kind of the ability to stay in the game. And also, one of the criticisms has been creating points, and that needs to be what they do here. I'm excited to see what they come up with. I'll check back up in a second. Let's see if the Dragons can get some points on the board. All right, so the number 22, the hooker for the Dragons, is Connor Mulheisen, and he's just gone over for a try. Connor Mulheisen in dummy half. Uh, One of the things I actually said as well in my Dragons preview and predictions podcast, I was wondering who's going to step up to dummy half. I don't think Jaden Sullivan is a nine. I think he's a number six or seven. And I was saying if Andrew McCulloch goes down, who is going to be the guy who steps in at dummy half? Well, we have just seen a great try from Connor Mulheisen, the dummy half. That was set up by Tullatau Amone. Wow, he could not be putting his name forward anymore for that starting six jersey next season. This season. Sorry, I forgot. We are literally two weeks away from the season. My God. So Tullatau Amone, that was exactly what he can do. He is the guy who can create those points. He needs to be in the side. That is two try assists now. Talatau Amone is an incredibly special talent. I cannot speak highly enough about Amone. Same goes for Sloan and Sullivan. So the Dragons have a very bright future. And Talatau Amone at the moment is the power player. He is the one from the Dragons who is really standing out. So at this point, he almost has one hand on the number six jersey. I'd say they'll give Jaden Sullivan a chance to respond next weekend in their other trials. So really interesting to see how that all plays out. But Talatau Amone on the fifth tackle, creating something from nothing with a grubber kick. Malheisen was there to clean it up. And the Dragons all of a sudden in this trial game, 16-0. Now it's 16-12. Let's see what happens from here. All of a sudden, we have a game on our hands. 
All right, the Dragons right back in this game now. A try in the left-hand corner to Tao Moga. He got sent off earlier. This is his first game for the Dragons. Great pass from Moses Suli and Tao Moga. There, there's definitely depth at the Dragons, which is really interesting because it means if their first-choice players go down, there's a variety of options. So all of these guys have a chance to put their hand up. Tao Moga... Looks really big and strong and mobile out on that left wing. The left side, of course, is his preferred side. He is preferably a center, but Moses Suli is in that center position at the moment. Tao Moga gets the try. It is 16 all. And I believe we've had Cody Ramsey kicking the goals, who, to the best of my knowledge, he wasn't goal kicking at all. Maybe a couple of times. I can't remember him goal kicking at all last season. Maybe I'm wrong, but... He has one from the touchline here, and he's grown some facial hair, a little bit of facial hair as well. Also wearing the number one jersey, which is a big debate at the Dragons. Who is going to get that number one jersey? Cody Ramsey with the sideline conversion. It is 16 all. This is some great trial footy. Ramsey strikes it to the right. Yeah, I'm not sure how much of a goal-kicking option he is. I'm trying to rack my brain. I think Zach Lomax is their first-choice kicker, but... Other than that, maybe, I don't know, Jaden Sullivan. Moses Zimbai plays off the bench, but that'll be an interesting development because the Dragons do need to get their goal kicking right. But now it's 16-16. So 16 all, about two minutes left in the first half. I'll check back up at half time with some more thoughts, but what a comeback from the Dragons. 16-0 down, now it's 16 all. Very entertaining trial footy this weekend. I can't wait for round one to begin. All right, now, as I said earlier, there is a lift left wing position up for grabs at the Parramatta Eels. Solomon Naiduki crossing over in that left-hand corner. He, along with Sean Russell, are probably the most likely candidates, as I said earlier. Well, now both of them have scored a try out on that left wing. They've both stated their case. Maybe next weekend in the trial then, we see both of them maybe get a half each on the left wing. Sean Russell, of course, can play fullback as well. But Naiduki, building on his trial performances last year, gets to go on the trials again this year. He looks even better. We'll probably step up and play some more New South Wales Cup footy this year. And he's right in the frame to start in round one. Has a similar kind of vibe to Mike Acevo, big busting winger and yeah it's going to be interesting Sean Russell is Hayes Dunster going to be fit to take the field maybe he will be but if he's not Sean Russell Solomon Naiduki what an outstanding opportunity it is for both young men Sean Russell more likely to get the nod he's been there before but if Naiduki does get the nod for round one that'll be his NRL debut so Naiduki knocking on the door of the NRL with that try and the Eels wrestle back the lead Jordan Rankin kicks the conversion and the Parramatta side lead 22-16. to 16. All right, Bailey Antrobus, one of the Dragons train and trial youngsters. He is over in the right-hand touchline. There is 25 minutes to go. It was 22-20 to 20 to the Eels, but Tyrell Sloan, we talked about maybe who's going to step up and do the goal kicking if Zach Lomax goes down. Well, Tyrell Sloan just kicked it from the sideline, so he looks like a potential option. I would love to see Sloan get that fullback jersey over Ramsey this year. But we've got 
A great cracking end to this game coming up. 25 minutes left, 22 all after that Bailey Antrobus try. Let's see now that the guys are a little bit more gassed out. First hit out of the year. Let's see who can stand up and against tired legs, legs sorry, really stand up and make an impact. So it's going to be an interesting last 25 minutes. The result doesn't mean a whole lot, but there's still a lot to look out for. Good to see as well. It looks like Jonathan Rubin, the player from the North Devils Queensland Cup Premiership winning side, he's out there. I've wanted to see him get another opportunity in an NRL system for a while now. He's more than earned it with consistent try-scoring performances at Queensland Cup level for years now. So great to see Jonathan uh, Rubin get a crack. And that Bailey Antropus try was a great team try. Went through seven or eight sets of hands. So it looks like they've got some really nice little set plays under Anthony Griffin that maybe they'll be able to unleash with some extra strike considering the members of their first-choice backline. So... Really interesting game now, coming toward the final 20 minutes. I'll check back at the next kind of noteworthy bit. The Dragons from 16-0 down, they have hit the front. How good does Tyrell Sloan look in that fullback position? He is so crafty. They get it all the way out to the wing. To my man, the one I said I'd love to see him get another shot at cracking the NRL. He is yet to make his debut. Jonathan Rubin. All the years of consistency in reserve grade have paid off. He more than deserves the opportunity. And out on that left wing, Jonathan Rubin gets the job done. Outstanding job. Really happy to see him get that try. And yeah, Jonathan Rubin puts the Dragons in front from 16-0 down. The Dragons are now up 26-22 to with a kick from the sideline to come from Tyrell Sloan, who's one from one today. I honestly thought he looked... I like him more than Cody Ramsey, both as the fullback option and potentially the goal-kicking option. Yeah, what makes you so excited about this guy? Uh, okay, maybe not the goal-kicking option. He <laughs> flagged that one. But uh, what no, excites me yeah. good, What excites me about him is his speed. He's got really good passing skills as well. Great eyes up footy. And I just I can see Sloan combining with like Talatau, Amone and Sullivan really well more so than Ramsey I like Ramsey out on the wing uh, because I just think Tyler Sloan's too dangerous you want to have his hands on the ball get him roving around the middle of the field as well rather than being parked out on one side I think Cody Ramsey would do a better job on the wing Cody Ramsey I'm sure could be a great fullback but just in my personal opinion I would love to see Sloan get that role so we've got 15 minutes to go. The Dragons are up 26 to 22. I can almost guarantee we're going to see another twist in this one. If I could make a prediction, I'm going to say the Eels will score. Uh, let's say they shift out to the left and whoever's on their left wing will score. So that, that's my prediction. Let's see what happens. But the Dragons have totally regained control. Great effort from them. I'm sure Anthony Griffin will be very pleased with what he's seen. So the game's over. Dragons have pulled off the comeback and, you know, potentially exciting times for the season ahead. We got to see a bit of young talent. Um, I'd love to hear mixed thoughts on this game. Uh, Parramatta didn't seem like their full string, first string side. So, you know, um, what did you make of that game, Mick? What did you make of it? They did have some of their first string guys like Will Penasini. 
in the centres. They had a couple of guys in the back line who looked like they'll be their first choice. They were playing when the Eels went up 16-0. The second part of the game was a lot of their youngsters. Again, a lot of the trial results don't mean a great deal, but the Dragons will take a lot from that. So will the Eels, but the Dragons especially. Really interesting to see Josh Maguire in the halves as well. Hopefully that won't be a thing they lean on too much if they want to play finals football, but it's only a trial, so Josh Maguire at halfback isn't too bad. And yeah, a great performance for the Dragons, 16-0 down. They managed to get the comeback. They'll be very hyped for their season. A great mix of experience and youth. So a lot to like for Dragons fans heading into this season. And I'm really keen to see what round one side at the coach Anthony Griffin names. So a great win for the Dragons, 26-22. to That cups off the Sunday trials for Trials Watch. So... There's not really much else to report on. Two quality games. The Panthers getting an emphatic win and the Dragons getting a great come from behind win. So some real good action. We saw some standout players. Jaden Hunt for the Dragons was outstanding in defense. And a lot of guys put their hand up for a position in the round one team. So great day of footy action. That is it from myself and JJ. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can follow us at Not Just A Sports Report on Instagram. Do you have a question for you? We saw the young Dusty Hayes. Hayes Dunstan, I believe his name was. Is that correct? Hayes Dunstan. We saw Hayes Dunstan go down with an unfortunate knee injury. And two young guys maybe uh, put their name in contention for that position did you see a front runner for his replacement um, going into the round one? Yeah, I think Sean Russell. Naiduki scored a try. He had a couple of opportunities to score another couple, but spilt his lollies. I think Sean Russell, he's been there before, albeit a couple of times. So I think he's got his nose in front. And for round one, it definitely looks like Dunster is out. So in my opinion, I have Sean Russell starting the year for the Eels on that left wing. <laughs>